Uh, shout out to today's sponsor, which is Dollar Shave Club. And I know I tell people all the time, but I have been using them for years, even be- before the sponsorship. Uh, they offer a wide variety of different products like hair care, skincare, and they recently actually just sent John some skincare. And what did you, what did you think? Yeah, of I got the face wash, and I felt like the results almost immediately cleaned up my skin, and I feel it more moisturized too. And like I said, they offer a wide variety of products. Uh, it's not just razors, you know, that's what they're known for. But they have like the hair care, skincare, and they recently sent me some chapstick. Yeah, what I like is the subscription box. So you build it, and the more things you add to it, you get a bigger discount. And they send it monthly, so you don't have to worry about the hassling and going to the store and buying these things. So if you guys are looking to sign up for Dollar Shave Club, click the link down below. And we're live. Welcome back to Mexico Moguls. This is your boy, the one with the scar his face. Your boy, Scarface. I know it's been a minute since you guys heard my intro. I've been trying to give uh, John the... The what, what was it? Take the wheel, Jesus! Like the take the wheel, John. But, <laughs> yeah, but he like runs into the side of the curb every time. <laughs> I panic and just over overturn. But but yeah, the, the uh, you know, welcome back to another episode. This uh, you know, this episode Rod's gonna come here, but we got you know the co-host John. What's up, guys? And we got myself, and then we're gonna have uh, Rod here coming a little bit. And uh, John brought this up. He wanted to do like an episode, kind of you know what. What to expect and what we're looking for in 2022. Yeah, I think it's kind of like, a, I guess we could call it the Halloween special, but more of a recap instead of like, because people usually do them at the end of the year, but I think we could do something else for the end of the year. Yeah, I think it would be cool. Just just an overview of what what happened throughout the year, which was a crazy year and we got some like cool guests. We're still trying to line the schedules and everything like that because people think it's easy. So here's the thing about guests. People recommend guests all the time, yeah. but the thing is, I don't want to turn into that podcast who just has a bunch of random people come on. Yeah, what I want is uh, anytime we have someone come on, they're bringing some sort of good quality to the quali- quality content to the podcast. And then you kind of run into that, like not run out of, out of options because, like, uh, we've kind of learned it in these past few podcasts. Like, you invite someone, and they're like, "Oh, you should try this person," mm-hmm. and then we're like, well, "Okay, it opens like a new door to like another list of people." Yeah, yeah, like. Like I, we had Ryan, uh, you know, shout out to Ryan. He's, his helmet's still here. Yeah, Ryan, what in the hell you're gonna come and get your your helmet, man? Start using it. Start <laughs> driving around in your car and wearing the helmet. Yeah, when you bring uh, Ryan back. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, like we should bring on a what's it called? You guys should have Rhett. You know, and he reached out to Rhett, which you know that episode was fun. Like if, even if you're not into cars, just yeah. the way he can like, dude, he can hold a conversation like really good. Oh yeah, that, he, which is like pretty cool. Yeah, and. Like he he has stories like for days and and it's cool. I don't know if he's gonna. John is actually gonna go to SEMA this uh, tomorrow. You leave tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah. So when this is when this is uh, releasing, this is coming out tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah. I'll be on my way to SEMA with, uh, I guess the tops crew. Yeah, for the most part, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> you got what Benny, Craig, Mason, Mason, Angel, Angel, Leo. Yeah, just um, and then you, right? Yeah, just Matt and uh. Oh, Matt and uh, which um, which one of us? Kids is he taking? Which was the older one? Is it Carson? Carson, yeah. Oh, okay. Matt and Carson are going too. So um, we're headed to SEMA. So like, whoever listened to the Rhett one knows like how exciting that is. Um, yeah, and I didn't realize it was because you were you were talking about it a little bit. Yeah, I didn't realize that SEMA was such a hard show to get into. Like, mm-hmm. not not as an exhibitor, but as as a, like just a regular, regular person. person. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because. 
So I'm not 100 percent sure on the facts, like when it's open, but it's been Siemens has been like one of the, um, it is the world's biggest like car exhibitor show. Um, this is where everybody in the industry for the cars and not just cars, but like I want to say like automotive slash. Now it's like a sand uh, expo, like um, has like everything. You can come see like trucks to cars to mm-hmm. new companies releasing um, from tires, wheels. Anything you can think of for a vehicle, it's going to be there. And so, like, the big names, like Rhett was saying, like, fabricators are there. They're, like, the quarter-million-dollar cars and up. And you have, like, one-of-a-kind companies, like, cleaning solutions. And then now there's, like, a lot of um, influencers. Oh, they go. They get invited, and they take their cars. Like, I follow a few people that um, they do YouTube. Like, YouTube's, like, car-based. And so they get a partner with companies that, go to SEMA and then they basically collab with them in their car and then they fly them out just like, I guess, uh, like knife designers, same, yeah. same concept. Yeah. Cause, uh, uh, I saw what's his name. Stradman was packing up his, uh, his oh. Bugatti yeah. to take over and he's yeah. going to be there. You know, you should reach out to him and be like, Hey, like even if it's, well, he, he's in Utah, I dude, I've never, I've never been into like, I don't know why, but I've never ran into his videos. Like Stradman's like the one that I've never watched. For some reason, even though, like you said, he's in Utah, mm-hmm. I've just never ran into him, which is weird because like I'm super into cars, but I'll keep an eye out for Strad, man. Yeah, start, yeah. I start mean, binging you, on his videos on the way there. You should, because uh, <laughs> I actually like his content. You know, because uh, he's always like including you in like his builds and stuff. Right now, he's uh-huh. uh, building like a Lamborghini, oh, which dang. looks it looks badass. It's like a pink okay. Lamborghini. Uh-huh. Oh, that thing looks so sick, and it makes you want to be like, oh, because he like completely. So it's not like he. He'll buy like some people will buy a Lamborghini and just like leave it alone, yeah, or yeah. have some professional like do, do everything, little yeah. minor tweaks to it. But he like his Lamborghini, he he's cutting off parts himself, like you know, like yeah. making modifications. It, it's really cool because he's like, I love cars, you know, so might as well modify it the way he. So um, I've been telling like, everybody that's going to see him with us. Um, there's this YouTuber named TJ Hunt, and whoever knows him. Same thing. He'll like, that's the one person I just, I have to meet when I go to see him. And hopefully I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, when you like look up to someone, you're like, I really want to meet him. And then you kind of like meet him. They're like, Oh, he's a douche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hope he's not like that. <laughs> Cause like, that's, that's like the, like probably one of the number one, um, things I want to do at SEMA. Cause, uh, he does the same thing. He buys like these ex- crashed exotics and then him and his friends will basically tear it apart, put it back together. And then, like brand new man and it's like that's that's cool as hell because like you said it's something yeah it's it's, some people say you should never meet your heroes just because for that that reason because uh uh there's some people who like i mean say you go and you meet him and he's like man like kind of like whatever like leave me alone you'll be completely destroyed you won't see his content (laughs) the same yeah You, you know what i mean that's why it would suck if i would meet like obviously, I love the weekend. The weekend music. Oh, yeah. it would suck if I met him and he was like an asshole to me. Cause like I'm over here, like I love his music. I love yeah. his style. No, I get you. <laughs> I run into him. Like, I turn around. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> He's like, I'm not talking to you. Unsubscribe. <laughs> and no. it would suck. It would just be. But yeah. for the most part, uh, a lot of people are cool, especially in the YouTube world. Yeah, it's only. Uh, well, they're just people. They're like they're not celebrities. Yeah. I guess they're. Yeah, it's a, it's a. It's when that fame gets to you, because I know, uh, what's his name, Ed, shout out to Ed Calderon, hopefully he's on the podcast soon. Uh, when he, I'm not going to name the celebrities, you know, because like, obviously we were talking off air when we were talking about it, but 
but he was telling us how some celebrities were just assholes. Yeah. You know, off uh, off camera and stuff like that. And in so, some of the names he did drop were, I'm like, dang, like, really? You know, yeah, they you, don't look like that. You wouldn't think so, because yeah. like uh, some of them, I, I know one for sure is always posting like motivational stuff on, on, uh, <laughs> on social medias and stuff like that. But then you know you're an asshole to people when you talk when they talk yeah. to you and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean sometimes they say don't meet your idols, but in the YouTube world it's a little different. I, I feel because your your ad like money is coming from people watching your videos. So yeah. if you're an asshole to the people watching your videos, then, you know, that goes down. Yeah, or they're just putting front <laughs> one of those two. That too, because I, I remember a while back ago, I used to watch, do you ever remember uh, Fousey? Uh-huh, yeah. Fousey. I used to watch him, and he would always put, like, a front on his videos, but then, like, you, slowly his, his real self came out. Yeah, like, uh, TMZ started catching him lacking. <laughs> lacking, and then I, I remember he had a huge, he was planning a huge concert. Oh, what was it the Drake one? And saying they, that Drake was going to show up. And then they um, who they pulled a fire alarm, I think? No, they called, They said there was a bomb oh, threat. Oh, bomb threat, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so dumb. And then it was it right after where he deleted his channel or something like that? Yeah, he, he I mean, mental health is a big thing, you know, and I'm yeah. sure he's going through a bunch of stuff, but, you know, it goes to show you that YouTube is not always... Yeah, or the content that people put out is not always what is going on. Because uh, there was that kid, he showed up to a school and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pay for your college tuition and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. Never paid for it. He just said it for the video to get the video likes, to get the video views. Yeah. But then that kid was like, "Hey, like I tried reaching out to him several times and he's never answers, no, no nothing." Was it the little Uzi Vert one or no, no, no? Oh, Cause I, I, it was Fousey. Oh, it was Fousey. Yeah. So I used to like watch, uh, I want to say a little bit right before that bomb threat was going to happen. And then when he like, um, said he was going to delete his channel and deleted it, but I don't know if you saw it recently. He was kind of making like a comeback. He, I I saw him try to come back, but that's the thing. Like once you go away for a little bit. Yeah. People forget real quick. Yeah. And then just the content's not the same because I I used to watch him too. Cause I thought he was cool. Mm -hmm. I thought he was cool. Just the, some of the content he was bringing out. He had some pretty good visuals. Uh, somebody was doing the editing for him Mm -hmm. and you can tell when, you know, he had a falling, falling out with his editor, I think. Mm -hmm. And you could tell like when he did it. Oh, and they did it, you know, because yeah. it was like two different things. Yeah, it's kind of hard to copy like someone's style, especially not just like, that. Like, like if a vlog, depending on how advanced you are in your skills, because th- things take time, you know. Practice. Yeah. That's why I keep telling you to keep practicing, practicing, <laughs> yeah. you know, because that's how you learn, and learn, and learn to get better. And it's true though. Like even sometimes you get to that point, it's like mm, I don't know, maybe not learning something new, but learning how to be more efficient. Yeah, if that makes sense, like. Now I can kind of like edit in my mind. I remember you said, I think you said it once. You're like, you're shooting and you're already editing. Like, yeah, that, and you already have a vision in your head, like how this video is going to go, which is, uh, it's hard because to, to like explain to people, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I like, I have a hard time explaining like what I see in my head, but I like, I see it in my head. So it's a hard but then that's why it's good to like write stuff down. Yeah, definitely. Cause sometimes you get like, I just had it happen too. Like I was telling you, like I'm like, damn, I should have like done the shot differently because I I had envisioned in my head what I wanted, but I didn't write it down, and I should have because that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, kind of like that video we did for uh, 
uh, for tops that Halloween video. I thought that I thought it came out pretty cool. The <laughs> Dude, little, I, I like the the last part. It was pretty good. Yeah, that little uh, uh, where Jesus was walking through the woods. And yeah, stuff. that that part. Yeah. Dude, I was telling you that that part with that um, the focus sensor and the focus wheel with the Raven Eye. That would have been so cool because it would have automatically picked up yeah. every like between each. Because it kind of it was really good though. Like it, it, it kind of lagged well. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you could tell. And that, well, I mean. Someone that's looking it won't really notice. Yeah, but like we like we can notice, and I think that that's like a perfect example of when we should like. I'm definitely gonna have to invest in that because that's yeah. And, and equipment goes that well depending on the equipment. Like, yeah, if you don't have the money to like do it, of course yeah. use what you got. Use try to make it work because yeah, we all have done that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I still have my old camera there, and that one is from like a long time ago. <laughs> Did a funny story. Um, so it was over that Dustin with uh, Tinda Custom, mm-hmm. and uh, he pulled out a Nikon dude. And I'm like, oh, she's like, he started. To, I fucking, I'm so dumb, dude. I, I'm like, oh, well, I'll take a look at it. And then I turn, dude, I didn't even know how to move the settings on the camera. It was like a really, really old, like Nikon? I think it was a D3300. Oh shit! And they're like on the 850. <laughs> yeah, it was really old, and I'm like, dude, I couldn't get like the settings on it. Like, I don't even know how to put it on manual. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I couldn't even adjust ISO. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to check. I'm like, you're better off using your iPhone. Because he was talking about, I think his wife got it for him for, like, uh, a present so he could use. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, nowadays, just just use your iPhone. <laughs> like, yeah, right now, actually, and I think people hate it when I say that or recommend. But uh, it's true because I was the same way. Like, someone tells me, use your phone. A fight, yeah. but they don't realize phones have really good cameras, and you can make it work. And if it's something you like doing, obviously, you know, invest into a good camera because yeah. people don't. I'm not gonna tell somebody, hey, go buy like a, a freaking four thousand dollar body and then like a two thousand dollar lens. Yeah, and then they're like, I don't even like doing this. Well, unless they actually have the money. Well, I, I even fell, then, I fell into that though because I, I did go. Pretty balls deep, and I did pull the trigger when I got it. I got the A seven R three, and that was the newest one. Yeah, but you're you're like one of those like few of the percentage that I follow through <laughs> that follow through. You know, <laughs> it, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I've I, I've had people ask. I'm like, I don't do pictures at all. Mm-hmm. Just disclaimer: whoever's out there and listening, and they ask me to do pictures, I don't do pictures. But I know a little bit about cameras, at least a little bit to get by. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I did. I've had people ask, and I do. I do tell them, like, use your phone. But people are stubborn; they're not. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear that. But then I give them options, like, well, any like, for example, the Sony. I'm like, any of the Sony A six thousand. It's pretty affordable, and it's a good camera. And if you want to upgrade later, you can use any of the good lenses, and yeah, it's still pretty good. But yeah, a lot of people think that they're gonna get that result. You know how like sometimes you watch a video or something, you're like, oh, yeah. dang, that looks nice. What camera does he use? And they think that just because they have the same exact camera, yeah, they're gonna get those same results, which is not always the case. If you know how to use it, it's a big difference. So, oh yeah, because like you look at mine and then you look at yours, like for video, I don't like mine wouldn't. It would perform good because it's what it's for, but there's so many other things that yours does mm-hmm. that would outperform that one. And so, like someone that knows that is like, well, I'm gonna lean towards this one because of this, this, and this. But somebody that's starting, it doesn't really matter because you wouldn't even know how to use those. Yeah, yeah, and and the only reason I upgraded from my old Canon, my like that Canon works just fine for mm-hmm. pictures. Everything that yeah. I was using for works just fine, but uh, just like you said, efic- efic- 
fuck, you can't even say efficiency. Efficiency. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm over here struggling trying to say that. Uh, like my new camera, the autofocus is amazing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it gets that eye focus. It gets like that, that video, that slow mo. It's a lot smoother. It's a lot butterier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like people, it's like little things like that yeah. that make my workflow at the end of the day easier, easier and quicker. Yeah, and also we were talking about. Um, I don't know, what, like what kind of percentage you'd say, but I think it's like a seventy to sixty-five percent lens, dude. Oh, it's 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 really depends it, on your lens. Like, yeah, it's, if if you don't, if you buy a camera, just disclaimer: if you buy any camera and it comes with a lens, I would say a good ninety percent of the time it's gonna come with a kit lens. It's yeah. not gonna come with it, and it'll get you by. It'll get mm-hmm. you by for like if you just want it for hobby shooting and things like that. But if but there's other options though, like oh, like a fifty mil, like Ryan yeah, was saying. But the thing is, like people think that that's the best value because it's. Oh, a, a good price. I'm doing air quotes here. You know, yeah. they put this bundle together. You're going to get this lens. But if you would have just got this other bundle that just came with the, the, body. the body and the lens, yeah, like a good lens, it's a little bit more pricier, but you yeah. are saving some money I there. Think, I think people, that's what discourages them. They're like, $1,000 just for the camera. And then I still have to buy the lens. Yeah. I think that's what people kind of... Yeah, people... It's, it's like uh, uh, for the fitness uh, people out here, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, you can work out all you want, but if your diet is not right, yeah, it's the same thing. Like if you you can have a good like a you can have anybody, you can have the camera that just came out. Yeah, it's gonna work good, but if you have a, a not a very lens. good lens, yeah. you're gonna get okay results. Like yeah, it's it's a lot in the lens. And um, another thing, I think we're just ranting on ranting on this one, but that's what gets to me. Shoots, I know we've talked about this over and over again. Oh yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> just FYI disclaimer. <laughs> we're gonna cl- clip this. I'm, just I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make this a highlight clip. Exposure doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, you kind of think of like the rig. Mm-hmm. Uh, rig was like I don't know. Let's say like a thousand camera. When it what did come out, it was like three. The lens is over two. So you're looking at like and six- not just that. Like how how much? That let's say at, let's say six grand, yeah, uh, conservatively, because you still have like let's say your um, SD cards, um, yeah. your editing software, your computer, your computer, all this factors in because uh, your time as well, like go, going that, to do the shoot and then that's after the shoot. I think that's what we're both on. Um, people don't want to work on Sundays or Saturdays yeah. during their week. I, I mean, I work a full job. I still work another job after because we only work four tens, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I love shooting. That's why I do it. And if we get paid, that's like that's why we're doing it. But people don't want to go work on a Saturday or Sunday when they don't have to. Yeah, because wh- whoever you're shooting, they're not working. They're just there to like. Yeah, get they're a waiting cool for video. the results. Yeah, like they want to get. I mean, I guess they're giving their time for something. But when you edit, I mean, when you shoot, you still have to edit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like. Yeah, it's not your. As soon as the shoot is done, it's it's over with. Yeah, you still have to go home. And then let's say um, I usually do my editing after my day. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, I'm going to use an example. Like I went to Dustin um, and this is an example that exposure does help. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah th- this is a good example of what um, he went ahead and hooked us up with a grill for a truck for us. And he took a time out of day after work. He stayed in. He installed it with his brother, Hunter. Um, you don't have to meet him. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They went and hooked it up with these uh, cab lights type of thing that they put on the grill. They took time to wire it, which they don't. They usually just send you on, send you the grill because um, they're in, 
they usually send out of state. Yeah. So they took, we were probably there like three, I want to say like three hours. So they took three hours after work still. And then they installed it. They wired everything. Um, they made sure everything worked right. And then um, we did a little shooting. I was shooting between. And so that's a perfect example of how they gave up time to make sure their product is good. And then in return, um, I I did a few shots because I was there. Yeah. Not only did you guys pay for the grill. Yeah. You also like. Since they're investing a little bit more time into their product, you're yeah. investing into them, you know, like by yeah, doing the video. Exactly. So it, I always tell people if it's a cool project mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's something different, it's something like, a, uh, like if somebody would have hit us, like if we all got together and be like, hey, let's, let's make a little mini Halloween film. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. Like I'm down with that. But if when someone hits me up and like, hey, can you do a shoot for me for free? Like. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do the car, like I love doing cars. So I get a lot of people hit me up. Um, if you have like a 98 civic, I'm probably, and you're, and you want me to do it for free 99% of the time, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But if you hit me up with like, I don't know, like Rhett with mm-hmm. his NSX, I shoot any of his cars anytime because it brings exposure to me. That's something that would bring exposure instead of shooting, uh, like I said, a 98 civic, but that's like the difference between, a cool project and one that doesn't really benefit me. And I yeah. think like a lot of people, they kind of like, there's to a point that you can do for free. And then after that, like I have better things to do. Yeah. Like, I'd rather do other videos or like you said, practice. Yeah. And, and it, that's a big thing, especially if you're trying to get into this world, people keep hitting me up, you know, and don't, don't get me wrong. If you guys want to like some advice and stuff, yeah. feel free. I don't know everything, but I'll tell you the things that I do know. I get people who ask me like what kind of cameras and stuff mm-hmm. like editing, like shooting. Like recently I had a girl message me and she was like, Hey, like I'm looking to get into, you know, the same field mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll mess around. Just be like, Oh, now you're copying, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. just messing around. Yeah. But I was like, I'm just joking. I'm like, what are you plan- looking and doing? Yep. Like what, what are your goals? You send them in the right way at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I tell them it's you know, kind of like what we talked about. It's not going to change. Mm-mm. Lens is a big thing. Yep. Uh, but I also told her, I was like, use your phone. I was like, if it's something you like to do, I was like, cause you can get some really good results with the phone. On photos. I, I was actually messing with that yesterday. Now you can adjust uh, exposure, mm-hmm. your contrast highlights, the tint, the saturation, the temperature. So pro tip for those people, whenever I tell them to use their phone, yeah, like on the video, you can adjust a lot of stuff, but I have an app called filmic pro. Oh, yeah. I think I remember you seeing that. Oh, I was talking about pictures. So no, whoever's I, listening, but this this is what Eddie's talking about is for film. Yeah, right it's now. a Filmic Pro. Uh, I paid for it. It's not that much. It's like twenty five bucks, and with mm. that, it lets you change the shutter speed, the aperture, the ISO, the the coloring. That way, you can color grade it and yeah. things like that, and it gives you really good results. And you can use that for the meantime if it's something you like to do. Yeah, cool. Buy a camera. and I I wonder what the perception of like a photographer, a videographer is from a regular person. If they just show up with a camera, because a lot goes into it, um, it pl- like planning. Yeah, uh, I, you did our engagements like what two weeks ago? Yeah, it's it's it was not this weekend, but then last no, it was like a week ago. A week ago? Yeah, a week ago. Okay, so that kind of goes off of this. Um, Edgar and I were been talking for like what a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Like and we're like, hey, let's do the shoe. Um, we didn't know what we wanted, so we had to plan it out. Um, we kind of scoped an area in Jackson after the fact that we went. We just wanted to go to Jackson, and we kind of winged it from there, but we kind of found someone. So he goes planning, and then obviously the equipment. 
Um, so there's time to get there. Um, we have to eat. Yeah. So like it was, well, yeah, cause it's kind it's of far. A full, like a whole day type of yeah. thing. Um, you have to do the equipment. The poses is a big thing too. Mm-hmm. Like when you're going, you need to know like what works, what doesn't, it can't just go. Cause I've seen a lot of pictures lately and it's not like to throw shade or anything, but the poses are not natural. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. and like, I remember you, we did a pose that my hand was all weird as hell. And it, <laughs> It was a really good like scenario. Like, um, the colors were perfect. Everything was good, but the hand would have ruined it. Yeah, and, and so and uh, it, it goes back to saying like, uh, when people, I, Jesus is the one that first one that told me, and it, and it's really tr- it's very true. Uh-huh. Uh, people don't know why a photo looks good. Yeah, but it looks good. They don't know all the little things that went into it. Yeah, and th- that's a big thing with your whoever sh- takes your photos. Um, you know, that's why I always ask them, like, how many people is there going to be? Like, is yeah. it, not not to be like, oh, I can't. That way I can kind of, like, in my head, come up with some poses. And not just poses, uh, the right locations. Because, like, like, yesterday, for example, I went to go do a family. And they wanted to do a pose. There were seven of them down this little. It would look great for a couple. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. But it doesn't look good with a whole big family. <laughs> you know, and I, I was like, you know, I was like, it's not really going to work. And I, I don't want to just, like, take the picture just because you like that little area. Yeah. I want it to look good. You know, like, I want it to look good. Yeah. I want it to, you know, uh, fit the environment. Which is a, just another step to, like, the process. Because yeah. people, like, they'll see pictures, like, for example, on Pinterest or online, Instagram, and they want to recreate it. And it's hard because sometimes it doesn't work out, like you said. Mm. Um, and then the whole process behind it, too. Like, it's not just taking the picture sometimes, but also the editing, how it yeah. turns out. So if you look at a picture on Instagram and you go with a beginner and a professional took that picture, um, probably like eight out of ten times, it's not going to be anything close. So your expectations are not met. And that's kind of the, the sucky part. But True. It's it's a huge process because yeah. you still have to go home and edit because you're you're like swamped in editing right now, aren't you? Or- yeah, I got like five or six galleries <laughs> I need to finish. Yeah, which takes a long time. And then I mean, I could blow them out real quick if I if I wanted to be that way, but I I like to uh-huh. take my time and I actually go through all the photos and choose the do ones you, that work out. Do you ever get like um, you have time, you just sometimes don't have motivation, like. Mm. Not all the time. I I get it rarely. Like I might have something there, and I just I can't sit on it because I know I'm not. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like not hundred percent there, so I'll leave it, and then I'll come back, and then I'll start, and I'll have like things will fly by because I'm all like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes, like when I'm editing, uh, I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm slacking somewhere. And I'll just be like, I'll just get back to it later. You yeah. know, like, I don't want to, like, half-ass anything. So I'm yeah. like, you know what, I'll just come back later. That way I'm not just like, okay, okay, okay. You know, yeah, like, exactly. just whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah, because it's just like everything. Some days at work you have, like, a really good day. And then the other days, like, it's like it might be a good day, but you're just not all there. You know, mm-hmm. something might be off a little bit. I sometimes get that. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, you just have to step back and then come back type of deal so i had a, i had a question for you since you know i'm going to transition away from people probably tired of us talking about cameras but, yeah uh, <laughs> halloween today is halloween you know yeah. uh is it today yeah it's actually today Dang. today is halloween and obviously i didn't do anything for halloween just because i, I was busy and like yesterday i had a shoe and then i stayed mm. up late editing and 
you know, uh, and it's the same to, to me. It's kind of the same thing around here. Mm -hmm. uh, unless there was like a huge party you were going to go to, but what, what is the craziest costume that you ever, uh, or the coolest, whatever. <laughs> I think last night, dude. What I were you last night? I, hold on. So I was, I wanted to be Jack Harlow, bro. <laughs> like I really wanted to be Jack Harlow. So in my mind, I was like, I didn't even go shopping. I should have ordered everything on Amazon. Now that's like the cool thing. Like, so for next year, I'm going to order my, I'm going to be Jack Harlow next year. If he's still relevant, but um, I go to Spirit Halloween here, right by. Uh, Do they have a Jack Harlow costume? For those listening, Jack Harlow is a rapper. <laughs> yeah, it's like the one like what? What's popping? Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So I was in my head. I'm like, I need a curly brown haired uh, wig, and like a really thick gold chain, and then some like shades or something, and those fake earrings, and um, I was just missing the chain <laughs> and the wig. But I go to Spirit Halloween, dude. Like 99 percent of their shit was sold out. Like, I'm telling you, like, you went last minute, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we went, it was like all packed. Mm -hmm. Dude, they had a couple things on each wall. Like, no joke. It was like sold out. I'm like, that's kind of weird. And this year, I guess there was no other Halloween store, um, which is weird because there's usually a couple in town. Mm, for the most part, it's just the Halloween spirit. But then there's like Walmart, Target, and then all oh, these other places. Was it two years ago or last year? I can't remember. Um, at Aaron's party. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. That year, there was one at Shopco, and then there was one where uh, Al's is now. And I, I, I think it was uh, the same store. Oh, you think so? Just I two? think it was the same store, just uh, two different ones, because it's always been that Halloween spirit. Oh, I, I don't even pay attention, but I went, <laughs> yeah. and there was nothing, so I'm like, crap, what do we do? And then Jerry and I are just freaking out, We're like, we can go to Target, so we go to Target, nothing. There's like three costumes for little kids. There's a safety cone. I'm like, you want to be a safety cone? For <laughs> and uh, so we're like, let's try uh, let's try Zurchers and see if we can find something. And we went there and they had a ton of stuff, like thankfully. Mm -hmm. But um, I, found a, I found a wig. It was for a girl, a brown wig, curly hair. And I found the chains. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to be Jack Harlow. But then I remembered I have a freaking kind of a beard. Yeah. And, like, that's going to be so ghetto. And uh, I don't know. Jerry's kind of getting, like, uh, annoyed because I wouldn't make my mind up. And we went from no options to a lot of options, and I couldn't make my mind. And for some reason, we kind of went. So there's, like, the section for uh, costumes, and then there's a section for, like, party things. And I was just staring at this piñata, and it was shape of a camera. And I'm like, I'm going to be a cameraman. <laughs> and I made a – I got the piñata because it was the shape of a cardboard. I'll have to find a video. I don't know if anybody took a video of me. Um, I found a film director hat, a porn stash, um, um, one of those megaphones, and then one of those, uh, what are they called? I, uh, the clappers? Yep. A clapper and a microphone. <laughs> so I was a camera, I was a French porn star recorder last night. It was the greatest thing because I, I made a slot in, my, in the camera that you could like hit record and slide your phone inside the camera and start recording like if I had the thing and... Uh, it was it was probably my greatest that, costume. That was a lot of uh, accessories for that. One. Oh yeah, for sure. I I went all out. And then, I, I always tell people. So one of the hard hardest things to I hate it when people buy masks for Halloween because <laughs> what happens when you go to a Halloween party and you have a mask? You, you want to drink and you have to take it off and you start sweating. Yeah, and you never wear it. So yeah. now you just have like this random ass outfit with like. Your mask in your hand. With no mask, yep. So I always tell people to like work around 
the mask. Yeah. You know, uh, do something cool. What you should have done is you should have planned it ahead of time. So I was actually, <laughs> I, that that's what happens when you do like last minute. I mean, you obviously got some good results, but uh, sometimes last minute costumes, you can tell when they're last minute costumes yeah. because you're just like, whatever. Oh, you, and you won't even know. Last night we threw a rager and Eminem pulled up. Well, Slim Shady because it was before Eminem. <laughs> and <laughs> a crowd of kids showed up and like, oh, is, uh, I, we heard Eminem's here. I'm like, dude, you won't even guess. You. And I turn around, the kid's gone. Like, I don't even. He disappeared out of the party, and he was gonna do a live performance and everything. Was but, he really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, do not leave. I need to record you do this. And next thing I know, a bunch of kids showed up. I'm like, oh, we heard Eminem's here. And I turn around, the kid's gone. I was like, what the? He just like disappeared. Like, it's not even that I saw him walk out. He just vanished. Maybe you were seeing things, dude. No, I re- I, I hope I record. I'll have to look for it. But yeah, Eminem pulled up at the, the party last night, so. <laughs> Shout out to you if you ever hear this, Slim, whatever. What, what, what would you say? Okay, so my best costume was, uh, it, it sucked because I did have a mask. It was uh, when I spent uh, quite a bit of money on an Iron Man costume. Ah, oh, dude, that's so cool. I always wanted to be Iron Man, but they don't have plush sizes. So the thing is, uh, at one point I was actually building, I don't know if you've ever heard of the the foam builds. Uh, it's it's like a big thing in the, the Pepakura uh, world. Uh, for those listening that know that world, uh-huh. you can get like these files, cut foam out, put it all together and stuff. <laughs> I, I think I saw some photos and stuff. I I had gotten to the, I finished the chest, so had the chest, the helmet, out. the shoulders, the arm, the forearm. I didn't have the gloves done. I didn't. I started working on the the hip thing, but I couldn't nail the size because it was difficult because. I would finish one and you couldn't really move in one. And then oh. I finished another one and it was way too loose and you couldn't just like cut it because it would just like deform it all. Uh-huh. So you had to like build another one. And Is it all out of foam? Yeah. Like yeah. spray foam or like styrofoam that so, weight block. So it's a, uh, have you ever seen like those, uh, those mats you can buy, uh, like the, the working out mats, mm-hmm. those foam looking ones. So there's similar ones you can buy. They're a little bit thicker mm-hmm. and you can cut that stuff out and then there's a way to seal it and then you can paint it. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try to make a clip of this and hopefully I still have the pictures and stuff. And yeah. it's legit. You can actually make le- legit stuff. But here's the thing. That stuff takes forever. Like, yeah, I remember I at one point I was going to, I started in, uh, when was it? I started, I think around May. To, like So it'd be yeah. ready for Halloween. It wasn't ready for Halloween. Cause, we'll try next year. Because <laughs> not, not just that. Like, I mean, everyone, life happens. And yeah. You don't have all this time to just sit down and work on that costume. On the so, costume. And, like you're only going to wear it one night. Yeah. yeah. But it would I would have been the life of the party <laughs> if, if I would have finished that thing. Uh, so, and then I also tried making a... So the following year after that where I didn't finish it, uh-huh. uh, I tried making a Batman one because I thought it was going to be easier. But no, that thing took forever. I only finished a little bit of the head. And that one I was actually going to make out of fiberglass. You have oh, to yeah. like... Make it out of paper first, and then yeah, fiberglass. The, like the chest piece, or and the helmet. Oh, um, Neldon last night was Superman. It's so funny because uh, he had a white shirt and tie. Um, oh, he was the 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 Kent Clark. Yeah, Kent Clark. <laughs> and um, when he walked in, dude, he was sideways, and so I only see the white shirt, jeans, shoes, and a red tie and glasses. And um, I don't know if you remember RBD. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell. Uh, and then they had that show, Yo Soy Rebel or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, I think it was called, 
I don't remember. I'm like, dang, dude, he came as a RVD, and he turned around and it was, like, <laughs> it was like, it was so funny, man. But yeah, every, I think the show was just called Rebelde. Rebelde, yeah. Just and then that. the group was called RVD, huh? Yeah, yeah. I remember that show. I didn't really watch it, but I thought some of the girls were hot on there. Yeah, I didn't like their music either. I only remember my Te Pepperoni or whatever the fuck her name is. No, don't I don't remember her. No, dang. Yeah, good times. But now uh, it's cool how. Uh, some of these costumes are coming out, and people like even for little kids. My little, my my nephew was Power, uh, the Red Power Ranger, and then he was also a shark. I saw that in his uh, his little recliner. Yeah, his Dude, little that thing re- is great, man. He's, <laughs> he's he, just and he uses it. That's the funny part. He's just chilling on his little couch. <laughs> did you ever run into anything bad during Halloween? Like, did you see like any fishy stuff? Any. Cause I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. So I, I remember one time we were trick or treating, uh-huh. and uh, I can't remember exactly my age around this time, but it was a it was around the age where your parents would let you go like with your friends and stuff. Yeah. And so I'm thinking I was in middle school or maybe like uh something like that. Yeah. So we were walking around right, and then this weird car co- pulls up. Guy looks super sketchy, and he like was one uh one tootsie roll. It was one of those, uh, you know how they have like the different flavors, uh-huh. but you can tell it was like tightly wrapped, just the way it looked. Yeah. And then he held it out of the car. He's like, "Here, do you want it?" And I was just like looking at it. I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And uh, everyone was like, "Nah, nah, we don't want it." And we're like, "No, nah, we don't want it." So imagine what yeah. could have been in that. Like he probably All laced trippy. it with yeah. Yeah. Now, dude, psychedelics. I really never even went trick or treating when I was younger, and then when I did, when I was a little older, it's probably like. Freshman in high school, sophomore, around the neighborhood, because like, but other than that, I don't. <laughs> I remember. So when you get to a point, uh, people are like, "Aren't you too old to be trick or treating?" <laughs> so it's funny. We would we would always find like a group of kids. We'd find a group of kids and we would like tag along with them too. That way, it looked like maybe we're You're taking care of them. Yeah, like yeah, we're taking them. I remember taking my brothers and uh, we just hopping the four wheeler and then just drop them off because where I live, there's two subdivisions together. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's fun and all walking, but it gets tiring. And so you can hit way more houses. And you always start on the old people houses. Like, mm-hmm. I have a corner that uh, my the subdivision where there's only, um like, duplexes. And that's where all the retired people live. And so go there first because everybody would go to the houses where, like, the general place. But those are where they give the good candy. And so I would take my brothers. But that's basically it, man. And then partying, I guess, um, that Aaron party. Well, you were there, huh? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, that's probably like I went to like three parties that night. That being the third, mm-hmm. and that was that was pretty lit. Yeah, it got a little crazy. Some people are just weird, but <laughs> it, it was a pretty good party. I, like, that one was for the bugs for sure. But some people change when alcohol gets in their system. <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> yeah, or don't know how to act right, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so if you're listening to this and you drink and you're one of those person, chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was gonna ask you. Um. So there's this kid in town that's throwing um, like parties, and he's trying to put Idol Falls in the map. Have mm-hmm. you heard? Like, have you seen that? He threw a Halloween party, I think, last weekend at was, the gym. Oh, uh, I, I saw some people post stories about that. The flyers and stuff. No, I, I don't know if you saw those. Not, not the flyer. I don't remember seeing the flyer. There was like a Ouija uh, board type of like he made tickets and everything. Like he went full out on the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the graphics for for the flyers. Excuse me. And then the tickets, um, smart for being girls for free, because then you just oh, of course you always got to do girls for free. Yeah, and um, but he did at the gym, so I mean, eighteen plus, which is smart. 
and everybody had to show ID, I guess. And they had the bar for 21 and plus, but I don't know anybody that actually went to it. But what do you think about that? Trying to make Idle Falls a, a rager party place, I guess. I mean, it's cool that they're trying to do that, but since it's not, people leave. Yeah. Be- what I mean is, like, people will go to Pokey, mm-hmm. be- like, to go to ISU out there and stuff like that. And I don't know why Idaho Falls has such a hard time trying to get, like, a nightlife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we really, if you want to go out on, what? You're going to say the exact same places that everybody here is going to say. So when you go, like, say you guys want to go out to, like, a bar or something, mm-hmm. where do you guys go? Bar? <laughs> the Pepper Tree. <laughs> There's the Pepper Tree, the Crown. Oh, the Crown. Or the Kelt. Or these other, like, little bars, but... Yeah. But for the most part, it's the Pepper Tree, the and Kelt, the Kelt. And, and the Crown. Well, I think the Kelt is more like a chilling place yeah. than a fucking trashy. Yeah. Uh, Pepper Tree, for sure, 100% the trashiest place here. <laughs> like, if, Fights if, going you, on all if the you make it out alive and untouched, you're a lucky person. So I think that's, like, the trashiest place here. And then the, what's the other one called? The crown is like the pregame to the, the pregame <laughs> to Pepper Tree. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember people would go there and then, so people are asking, these are all like names of uh, local bars here in this area. And they're all, and they're how far from there? Like five minute drive? Maybe. If that. If that at yeah. night. Yeah. And they're, we have shitty bars. Like yeah. gotta admit, they're so bad. <laughs> so the, it's cool that he's trying to switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that people have to be willing to, to go like, uh, People are, are, don't want to pay either, so it's funny. Yeah. You'll go out of out of state to like say you go to Salt Lake, California, wherever, mm-hmm. and there's a party, and over there they're big on charging people, even house parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember back in the day, uh, my buddy he would like take us to these parties, and you actually had to pay. Like it yeah. was a house party, but they're like, hey, there's a cover fee, and it was normal. People were like, cool, whatever, and like mm-hmm. you know, because it helps out with like the beer and stuff. the alcohol, the food yeah. and stuff like that, and it was like legit parties. And but people here want everything for free. Want everything for free. That's why like uh, I remember they tried a few times. I, I, what was that other club called? They tried making like a full on club. It was the Bliss. Uh no, before my time. Yeah, so the, uh, they they tried making that club Bliss, like where you can get your own tables and stuff like that. They made the oh, inside look pretty legit. Yeah, but the thing is, and they also put like a dress code where you couldn't show up in like shorts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which was cool. That's what they have in bigger cities, but people here weren't having it. People wouldn't go because there there was a dress code. They didn't want yeah, to. It's just one more thing that people get pushed back from, I guess. Yeah, and so as soon as they removed the dress code, uh, I remember I went with my buddy one time. People in like sweats in there and like shorts and <laughs> like it, it it looked. I was yeah. like, yeah, this ain't, this ain't the move. That's why in bigger cities you see people get all dressed up and stuff like that. I'm like, we could have that here, but people are too. I don't know. They don't want to adapt to that. Yeah, and I, I, there's there's two type of people here in, in town, like the paisas and the not paisas, I guess. There's and that's the reality. You go to a bar, and the quickest way to quit, kick everybody out of the crown that's not Hispanic is you just start bumping Mexican music. Mm-hmm. That's the quickest way to clear that place out, and it happens. Like a bunch of like we'll we'll go, I don't know, like ten, twelve of us, I don't, and then we'll we'll go at the the juke. What's it called? Juke, uh, jukebox? or It's like a jukebox. Yeah. And we'll start bumping Mexican music. And then you'll see start trigger, people start trickling out to Pepper Tree. Yeah. And it's just like a... But at the Pepper Tree, <laughs> everybody likes Hispanic music they're playing. Like, uh, it's so weird that how just two places that are... Not just so that. They, they need to upgrade their... Uh, 
their music. They're stuck in the 2000s. Yeah. Or like on the same playlist. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go, it's funny because one time they're like, well, watch, they're going to play, I think it was like Salt Shaker next. <laughs> and they start <laughs> playing. And they start, it's like they have a playlist already set and they just pretty much just hit play. Yeah. They yeah. don't really DJ. Like that's another thing that uh, some of these bars need to upgrade, like get with the times, like actually get a good DJ. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody who DJs around here, but the thing is like some of y'all suck. Yeah. And that's not a clicking play on a, on a computer or whatever is not being a DJ. DJ is yeah. actually mixing the music together and like creating the vibe, the environment. Yeah. And when you can do that, I'm, I'm, you know, it changes things. Uh, where was it? Clyde's. Um, they brought a DJ from Boise, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he sucked, dude. <laughs> he tried to play like he was playing music. I mean, I guess it would have been bumping in um in Boise, but he's playing like a lot of like salsa bachata type of like reggaeton stuff. Mm-hmm. People weren't having it at all. Like mm-hmm. you would get the like I don't know. That's probably all he had because. Every time you put like a Norteña from here and there, like everybody would go and dance. And then the minute he started playing his like music, everybody would dip out again. Yeah. And you kind of like, dude, get the hint. Like nobody wants to hear this. And that's another thing. Like you go in like cold turkey because you don't know what kind of like vibe everybody is. But here it's it's the same thing. Like people are used to the same thing. I think. And yeah. So it's kind of hard. Yeah, they're used to that. Uh, not. I don't. Know. That's why I don't like going out. One because. Uh, it's just not a vibe, you know what I mean? It's yeah, not like a, I think I don't know. I think it's like it's cooler to have like a kickback with your friends than going to like yeah a bar or something because yeah, and then people randomly fight for no reason, and then yeah, like, that's what I don't get, man. Like people get discouraged of going out because of that. They're like no, people just go and fight. Like yeah. you're gonna go pay for overpriced beer just so like someone. Starts fighting, dude. It's so dumb. Yeah, that's why it's funny because people always tell me, like, how come you know, I, I only go out around here on special occasions. Someone's yeah. birthday, someone's, you know, something something happened, somebody comes into town, mm-hmm. cool, like, we'll go out, we'll have fun. Uh, but, like, a week, a weekend thing for me, that's not, no, I'd rather. I, I haven't, I never understood the point of going to a bar every weekend. Maybe if you're single and trying to like wheel, but other than that. Bro, I'm single and I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, even, but even that. You're like, not going to find what you're looking for at the bar. No, not at the bar. Like, Especially these ones. Oh man, <laughs> I went bowling on Friday and oh, <laughs> did you see how they have the bar in Bolero? Oh yeah. You're like, what the <laughs> You should be taking care of your grandkids. Like, <laughs> what are y'all doing here? And, and there's nothing wrong with like older people, but going out every now and then, you know, because mm-hmm. you know sometimes that's a move. But like there, it's like all old people. Mm-hmm. Like if you're young, they they look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? Here? Yeah, I don't know. We just have a weird, weird party scene here in Niagara Falls because like Clyde's. I think Clyde's is the move from time to time. Same thing, though. I'd rather do that than any bar around here. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, for those listening, Clyde's is actually, it's like a bar, but it's like 45 minutes away from where we live. Mm-hmm. And since it's mainly, it's like a college town, yeah. it's a lot more younger demographic that goes to that bar. It goes, it's pretty bad when, like, in the, I don't know, when the semesters are over. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been, like, during, like, school time. Mm-hmm. And then you go during, I think it's kind of like in the summer where people, right after semester, the semester's over and people are starting to leave. I think that's like the worst time for Clyde's, but it's still pretty decent. 
it's just really small, in my opinion. Like, we don't have a good event center here at yeah, all. Yeah, we don't have a good area, like, place to have these type of events. I like their outside thing, uh, mm. but that's only, like, during the summer. Yeah, you can't go. Because I remember we, I, I went to Latin night. They usually have that, like, every Fridays, every now They're and then. They're doing, I think, twice a month now. Uh, they ruined it with that. Personally, because yeah. I remember it when it was just once a month, so that was like the move. Like, yeah, you had to go to that land night because you had to wait till next month to go to the next one. Yeah, it's it's a forty five minute drive, so a lot of people. Like, yeah, that's why. Like, yeah, you, you go, so you're gonna go have a good time, and then a lot of Hispanics would go to it just because that was the move. Like, mm-hmm. they, it's only once a night. They were playing uh, updated music. They yeah. were. It was actually, you know, the DJ was you know pretty decent mm-hmm. uh, that they would have, and but I think they ruined it with two. And then also, COVID ruined a lot of things because after I feel mm-hmm. like after COVID, a lot of things did change. Yeah, it, it did. I think um, my favorite probably was the gym mm. before all the bices knew that was the move. <laughs> right when they first started doing a couple of dances, it's not big, so gym's another like bar that we have here in town. It's pretty small, but it has like a lot of potential. That's why they feel like all the white kids like little like. Mm-hmm. EDC parties, little rap parties. Um, I loved it there just because there was space to dance and there was like a lot of places to like sit. They have a little balcony, the bar, the people are cool. But then once started, the bicep started showing up, it just became like another Porto. Like who doesn't know Porto was probably was the trashiest uh, nightclub. <laughs> and that's where all like um, all the Hispanics would go. So it was another thing. Like you wouldn't, if you walked out of there without fighting, you're like a lucky person. Yeah, it, it, it turned into constant fights. And the thing is, if you're going to go to out somewhere, I, I remember I was super big on this. I didn't like to hang out with a bunch of guys. Mm. Like if, if we were yeah. going to go do something, if like two or three of us pulled up, cool. Mm. But some of these dudes show up like seven, eight, just guys though. Like no girls, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. how, how, how do you expect to like talk... A girl's gonna get intimidated. Say seven guys around one girl, she's gonna look for the quickest way out. Yeah, you know. But if you show up with like two or three guys, you know, like you guys are there just chilling, having fun. Mm-hmm. It's easier to talk to girls. It's easier to. I but, think, like, I think, uh, in Puerto was probably where the um, wall stand mm-hmm. move came because <laughs> all the guys standing on the wall. Yeah, and they just sitting there and like. Mad doggy. <laughs> While you're dancing, and it's like the most awkward feeling ever. But like, I, I I feel like guys there that are dancing with the girl learned what like, um, cat calling is because even the guy would feel the guys the other guys stares. I feel like it's just it was such a small. I think this is Puerto right here, the size of like the the studio, like the dance floor. That <laughs> I feel that's how big it was. At least that's how I felt. Because sometimes, dude, you would be dancing and you couldn't move. You were just like, I feel like everybody was just rocking into place. Not just that. That's where fights started happening because you would accidentally accidentally bump into somebody. Yeah, and you would be like, "Hey, my bad." But then, like, what the fuck? You yeah, know? my bad is not good for them. Oh no, yeah, no, it, it's like they feel like they you did it on purpose, dude. But I feel that place was good for memories because I know my dad he used to party at Puerto too when Puerto used to be at the for old place, mm-hmm. and you kind of like, damn, my dad used to come to this <laughs> this place too, but fortunately shut it down. Um, now. After 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 COVID, the pandemic, uh, yeah. it closed down during the pandemic, and I think they moved locations, but they're they're not doing that same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, having like uh, the restaurant during the day. And I then, think the lady passed away. 
Oh, did she really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I think that's why they shut down the Puerto side. Like the the like the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe she passed away. And then after that, the gem. That's what started the gem. Yeah, I mean, I really, especially after the pandemic, I really don't go out very much. Only if it's like a special occasion or we go somewhere. Like, say we went, you mm-hmm. know how we went to Jackson, right? Yeah. If we would have stayed there, I would have been like, dude, let's go to that uh, that cowboy bar. You know, I th- oh, that would have been dope, you know, packed, yeah. you know, something like that. But would you catch me at that same bar every weekend? No, no, I, I just don't find a point, man. Like, like I said, I rather I rather kick back with my friends. And I go and pay for like overpriced beer because like the girls will go and dance and stuff, but I'm not much of a reggaeton uh, dancer. In my, <laughs> I'm out there, get, I'm out there getting down, bro. Like, yeah, that's I, me. but if any investor out there is looking for an invest investing idea, Idol Falls needs just an event center that you can bump music until two in the morning with air conditioning in the summer, and you don't need a heater in the in the winter. That's but, a, a decent looking place. Like mm-hmm. even if you get one of these old buildings, uh, fix up the inside. Yeah. Uh, a good DJ. Don't just hire your your buddy that knows you know how to, yeah. how to hit play on a play on the playlist. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's you know no disrespect to the people here, but that's what you guys do, and it's not very good. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then just create that vibe. You know, like have different type of events. Like, oh, it's Halloween. Let's do a Halloween costume uh, party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, reach out to people, get some sponsors, do some giveaways. You know, yeah. make it a whole vibe, and enforce like you make it the spot like where people want to go. Even if it's a, like I don't want to go somewhere and see somebody in like sweats. Yeah, like that's not. Is is this ain't a like a freaking? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you see someone in sweats and it completely changes the vibe of the area. Yeah, like at least show up. I should like try to make it into like a real club. Not yeah, no, like I'm not saying like show up. You have to like it has to be business casual. You have to show up in dresses, <laughs> suit, n- nothing like that. Yeah, but don't show up like you just got out of bed. Yeah, you uh, know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. show up like you actually tried to get ready. Yep. Uh, even if it's like jean, that, that's one thing that I don't like in some clubs in in Vegas, but they enforce it. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to them. They, you can't show up with jeans. I feel that they're kind of that like. Um, business that they have, there's so many people and it's not like if they're going to come, it's like who we want to come, mm. like who they want to be in their club. And here it's like, hopefully everybody comes. <laughs> yeah. They, they just want to get as much money as they can or yeah, yeah. to pay the bills. Uh, but they need someone with some good financing to back them up. Mm-hmm. That way they can enforce that. And then good by security. enforcing it, they're like, okay, well, I guess we can't show up like this, you know, we have to get somewhat ready and it just creates that environment, you know, like, exactly. Yeah. Something good. I think this, this town has a lot of potential, but just everybody's like you said, everybody tries to get out of this town. Mm-hmm. We we start getting uh, now that it's weird. Cause I feel like this year has been flying by. We're getting close to the holidays. Dude, now. It you is. Know, Thanksgiving is not, not that far. Like, I mean, this whole year, I think it's because last year we really didn't do anything. So just time was just like taking longer. This year, for the most part, Idaho has been open. Yeah. Um, And so we really, I mean, we, there really isn't a pandemic here just because there's no, some places will have masks required, but you go in and they don't say anything. At least when we went to Jackson, a lot more people wear masks than here. Yeah. They wear a little bit more masks, but. 
when you actually start to know, I, rem- I remember in some places I forgot to put my mask on. Yeah. And they wouldn't say anything. Or like that. I, we, I know we talked about it last time, but the place where we bought that alcohol, mm-hmm. um, you have to take off your mask to try the things. Like, dude, <laughs> if it, I try the, if I try flavors the whole time I'm there, why do I need a mask? Yeah. People don't really, some, some weird things. That's why I'm like, does it, so we went to go eat there. Like, uh-huh. When we first got there, you had to wear a mask <laughs> to get like in the very front, you know, yeah. you show up to a restaurant, you're what it says, wait to be seated. Mm-hmm. You have to wear a mask. We literally wore a mask like three feet to yeah, the table. Yeah, to sit to the table. Exactly. And then it was funny because I was like, man, I could just feel the COVID just like, hitting me, like bouncing but off of me. You, I don't know if you remember, but when they were announcing like the vaccine, oh, get vaccinated. You don't need to wear a mask anymore. Okay. Get vaccinated. Now you still have to wear a mask. Yeah. Like who? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. But That's why I told people, I remember we had a, a, a podcast over at the tops mm. and I said, the, that old normal that we used to have is not going to come back. Like people, so. people want that to come back, but it's not like the way we used to live, uh, the way everything was so open, the way mm. everything like was before 2020. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. Also, I don't care what you say. Like yeah. I, I know for the most part in Idaho, it's somewhat similar, but it's not the same. Mm-mm. At least you go somewhere else and it's completely different. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Cause now that's heavy. Like, uh, I know in some places, Idaho is one of those uh, states, if you travel to a different state from Idaho, mm-hmm. they make you quarantine. Like, say you go, like, you fly into Mexico or some, or wherever they have, like, strict uh, policy yeah. on quarantine. If they find out you're from Idaho, and since we we have, like, high cases or something like that, and uh, we're really oh, open. Just because there are facts, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're like, no, you have to quarantine. Or if they if people find out you travel through Idaho, then you, mm. you get in trouble depending on the state where you live in. It's weird. Yeah, it's that's why I said like it's we're not gonna go back. So we need to figure out what like it, it, it's just too hard to say because people push heavy on the like if you're pro vaccine, cool. If you don't want the vaccine, cool too. But like let's we need to figure some shit out. Yeah, and then I kind of find it funny like before like COVID. Um, Wearing a mask was kind of weird. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. If you would have been in Walmart with a mask, they would have told you to take that mask off because they would have been like, oh, this dude's probably trying to like or, hide his face or something. Or, or they must be really sick with something. Yeah. Like, at least that was my perspe- perception, which is kind of messed up. But, like, <laughs> I really thought someone was like, dude, what do you have? Like, yeah. You know? And now, like, you don't have one and people are like, what's wrong with you? Like, Yeah. I remember I was kind of... When they first started mandating the mask, uh, I don't know if you remember. I mean, I'm sure you do. But I, re- I remember I went to Walmart one time and they made me like it was required for you to wear a mask. And it just felt weird. It, for me, it always felt weird. Yeah. Like, and it, 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 you'd feel like, oh, shit, like people are like, like, why is he wearing the mask? Does he have the virus or and mm-hmm. things like that? And yeah. even uh, so it took a while for them to close uh, our gym. And uh, it's funny because... Nobody wanted to cough. Nobody wanted to sneeze. Yeah. Nobody wanted to do anything because uh, I remember one time I did cough, but that's because like I had taken some pre-workout and it kind of like got stuck in my throat. And so I was kind of like, <clears throat> you know, trying to clear my throat, drink some water and like trying to clear it. And then this lady that was like, not on the next uh, bike, it's not elliptical. It's like one of those bikes. She was on the other one. She couldn't just like looked at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Dude, gave me this weird look. For the longest time, 
I would not cough in a restaurant. <laughs> I was like, I would get like this thing because like I, I'll smoke and then you kind of get like my like cotton mouth. So you're like, <clears throat> yeah. And then you, until you don't get anything to drink, you're kind of screwed. And I like, I would be scared to even like cough. So I'd like had to concentrate. So I wouldn't be able to cough. And at church, I hated the worst at church. Mm-hmm. Like I feel nobody wanted to cough off you. Like, like you said, and it was weird sitting. Like I can't stand the mask at all. And sitting there, and breathing and feeling just everything get like sweaty and I feel it for I feel where I think it feels worse for girls because their makeup <laughs> and it, they start messes, breaking up yeah it, start, it starts messing with people like around where like the mask is yeah especially if they have to wear it all day mm-hmm. I can only imagine those people that have to wear it all day how oh dude like the nurses or like healthcare workers that they were wearing too I don't know if you um. Saw like I saw it a lot on TikTok. They were wearing masks and then they were wear another one on top of that one. Yeah, they were they were wear uh, a mask. They were wear that visor thing. They would mm-hmm. wear like the gloves. They would wear everything. You should need a hazmat suit <laughs> at that point, basically. But at the beginning, everybody like once everybody started freaking out, like you couldn't even find a mask. I remember. I don't know if you like saw like point of. People like freaking out. Yeah, about masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you had to make sure you had your mask on you. Yeah, and so, then like when um, so was it two years ago? When did COVID start? Two years ago? It 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 was early twenty twenty. Okay, so I was working. So in February, I believe I moved to Washington to work, and we worked two weeks. Uh, you'd go to the store, dude. I was, everything's fine. We came back home. And that's when we were there, we started hearing like, oh, there's no toilet paper out here. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Everything is okay here and it's a bigger city. We went home for that weekend and we saw what people were freaking out here. We went like we went back to Washington. I didn't buy anything here because I was like, there's nothing here. Yeah. I we show up to Walmart, dude. Empty. <laughs> people freaked out at the same time. And I was like, what's going on? And we were freaking out because then they shut down, like you couldn't travel from state to state. Mm-hmm. You needed like this letter that you were essential or something. And it was it was pretty scary. And then I got sick, dude, at that time uh, with Roger Caesar's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had like a like a sore throat, but we had to get an Uber to to what's called the the clinic down the road. And it was the sketchiest thing ever. Like trying not to cough or anything. And we when we asked them for to drop us off, we dropped off the building before, so you didn't think we had to go to the doctor. And we get there. It was the scariest feeling that there was a lady outside and they're like, what are you here for? And I'm like, um, I have a cough and I feel like there's this and this. And they're freaking out. And they do like the test on you and everything. And then I go in the back and everybody's in like those suits like you're setting, like face shield. I was freaking out, dude. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I was terrified. I was like, dude, what if I have COVID? And, and then the guy... Chicken was like, oh, no, you should have, like, strep throat. And I was like, oh, dude. You're all happy for strep throat, but which is bad. <laughs> we couldn't go back to work because they didn't know. They had to do a test on Roger because he they didn't know what he had. Mm-hmm. And he would come back negative for, like, um, whatever test they did on him. So I was freaking out because I'm like, what if this fool has, has COVID and we're both stuck in there? And so we were in the hotel room that we were in. That's the worst part. We were in the hotel room. And we were in there for like three days by ourselves until you got the results back. And we were kind of losing our mind, dude, because we couldn't go out. And I remember Roger would sit down for like hours, just like staring at the window and just drinking a beer or whatever. And just, I'm like, dude, you okay? And like by the third day, he was just staring at the window drinking. 
and there was a fence, dude. <laughs> there wasn't anything to stare at. He was just staring at a fence, I guess. But it was probably the worst, worst feeling for COVID. Damn. And uh, we were good. We didn't have COVID. <laughs> we're still here. Yeah, it's just a weird. It, it completely changed everything uh, for everybody, like business wise, personal wise. Yeah, for hundred percent on that one though. Yeah, like I wanted to do a lot of traveling that year, but that didn't happen. You know, that mm-hmm. sucked. Yeah. So hopefully, twenty twenty two. You know, and I mean that's what we'll, we'll talk about it more in the. Uh, we'll probably do like a New Year's episode, yeah, something we like should that. Do that. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I want to get some like cool people. Even if you're listening now, like if you know somebody who can bring great quality content to the podcast, you know, some sort of you know cool story or incredible journey and things like that. You know, I have people who ask me all the time that want to jump on the podcast, but I'm like, I don't mm. mean to be rude. Yeah, it's like, but like, what are you going to bring to the podcast? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Like no, no negative against people that. Yeah, nothing negative, but like people that are tuning in want to tune into because I've seen. So there's this other guy I know who started a podcast. Uh, this was a while back ago. He's actually started it before I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was having everybody and whoever, which is cool. Which is cool that you want to bring because uh, it's cool. It is true. A lot of people have some sort of story, but mm-hmm. if you're not bringing that quality content, people are going to eventually tune out. You know, they're going to eventually be like, nah, it's just, I don't know who that is, you know, or like, what what do they do? And a, a lot of people here, like, yeah, we do a lot of like entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. uh, just because that it's cool to hear where they came from, the story that they came from. But I also want to bring on like uh, different like types of doctors. Yeah, uh, we are. I really want to do a doctor and a police officer. Yeah, those are two. But I also want to get into like the weeds, like like a like the weeds or the <laughs> no, no like you know how they have like the when they go to marriage counseling like oh. that that type of person uh like a, uh, be cool a, a life coach like yeah. but actual people not not your friend who helped this other person you know like, <laughs> that type of life coach yeah not that type of like an actual who has who's certified in this area um, that I'm, way we can have a poll on instagram yeah so to ask questions that you may like want to ask some people, you know what I mean? Like I, um, I'm trying to get a farmer on like an actual farmer, like owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really curious, like a lot, a lot of things, how like COVID's affecting us and how is it going to affect us with like, I don't know, food prices and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. Cause food prices are going up in a lot of places. Uh, yeah. so like people are like, Oh, like why is the prices going up? Cause I noticed I go to Cafe Rio. I love Cafe Rio. The mm. steak salad. That's that's my that's my jam right there. Oh, but uh, before I would pay like uh, it was like eleven something, mm. and that's recently 13? it's like thirteen something. I did notice that. I used to so for like whole senior year. I've only well no lies till this day. I've only tried two other things from the menu, but I always get shredded chicken nachos. Mm-hmm. Cafe Rio, if you're listening to this, you're dropping the ball, man. Like whoever is running that right now, mm-hmm. terrible. You, you know, you know what I do? Because uh, I never complain. Yeah, me neither. I never uh, complain about anything. Like, I always give people the benefit. Like, sometimes they don't put the sauce in there, and like, which pisses me off. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I give them the benefit of, of the doubt yeah. because it doesn't always happen. But there's the past two times that I went, uh, the steak has been like super dry, like mm-hmm. freaking beef jerky in there, you know. And uh, so I, I went onto the app and I complained. I'm like, hey, like, because uh, I don't mean to. I'm not complaining. I'm like, hey, the the past two times, you know, I'm paying like 13 bucks each time. Uh, the the steak is just not good. Like, it's mm. I don't enjoy it. I don't want to like 
I don't want to keep going back if that's how the steak is going to be because you know you get used to the steak being you know it's, it's good, good. Yeah, yeah it's good and so they're like oh like we're sorry for the inconvenience you know here's a here's a meal on us you know <laughs> like they're willing to make it right yeah and but I just do that that way they can notify whoever's it's making not, the steak yeah. is like hey like it's not supposed to be dry and all like burnt up mm-hmm. you know if if that's the case you know I'll just you know take my money elsewhere but that happened to me yesterday we went to a firehouse and I got this chicken with mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and they charge f- almost $15 for this plate and with $15 you can go to Longhorn and you can get the same chicken um and the quality I want to describe it like gas station food <laughs> for the same price that I could have paid for Longhorn and had this like really good chicken. Mm-hmm. I probably ate a couple bites and I, I'm like, this is disgusting, man. Like I paid $15 and it sucks because it's nasty. Like the mashed potatoes tasted like they were freaking out of a, like one of those um, meals that you open up from the fridge and you put in the microwave mm-hmm. and the, the waiter's like, you don't like it? I'm like, no, it's not that. It's like, it's just okay. But like, bro, I'm not eating it. Like, I don't want it. Like, why would it? I just barely touched it. And it sucks because I feel like the quality on everything is just dropping. People yeah. Just like, and I get it. Like, sometimes it happens. Like, yeah, sometimes it happens. Like, it could have been a bad day for them. You yeah. never know. Uh, that, that's why I never, I hate it when people get mad at waitresses or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe something happened. Maybe they're going through some shit at the moment. Well, like, they don't cook the food. Yeah. Like, and they don't cook the food. They always get mad over people like... Hey, like this is in my, you know, in, in my mm-hmm. meal. I asked for. Oh, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, but then the people get mad at the waitress who just brought the food mm-hmm. and took your order, you know, and uh, yeah. didn't essentially make it. Yeah, but, I, I have compassion to a point. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. There's always a, a point. Like I remember the best. It, it was at Pizza a while back ago. There's a Hispanic lady that worked there, and she was. She was there to make some money because, like, she was, like, the best waitress I've ever had. She was mm-hmm. on point. Uh, the moment – it's funny. Like, you say you had a soda. The moment it got, like, this bit, <laughs> boom, here's another drink. Another one. Yeah. You know, and, like, she was constantly passing by. You guys okay? You guys good? You guys good? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, uh, she would pass by real quick. You guys need anything? Make it happen real quick. And, like, yeah. Uh, just making sure you were taken care of. And she was taking care of the whole – it was the one right there on 17th Street. Mm-hmm. She was taking care of the whole thing the whole and, like, area. just killing it. What – I want to get your thoughts on it. What do you think about tipping when, let's say, for example, um, Sizzlers, mm-hmm. that let's say you get a salad bar and all she does is bring you a drink? Like, what is your input on that? Like, how do you how do you judge on how much to leave the waiter that only brings you a drink or two? Yeah, see, the, people always hated my my thoughts. I mean, I do tip. Don't get me wrong. Uh, before I, we even get into that. But I think the employer needs to be paying them more. Okay. And then whatever they tip. So um, I went to school for accounting. And in my business law class, uh, I've run into a lot of people that think that waitresses don't make a lot of money. Um, for everyone listening, waitresses make at least minimum wage. Yeah. So how that works is, yeah, they might make uh, under five bucks or whatever it is. Um, but if they don't make at least minimum wage, their employer has to put the rest. So just for people out there, they make at least minimum wage. Mm. But, but I feel like instead of putting all this pressure on the waitress, like, Oh, I have to, 
of course you have to provide great service mm-hmm. to each person that comes in but at the same time having to worry about like are they going to tip because there's some people who come in and will just pay whatever's on the bill they won't tip nothing like mm-hmm. that's just how some people are people don't tip or people will tip like a very low amount mm-hmm. you know and then having to rely on that because i know i know some people who were, were delivering pizzas at time like at certain times and they would always post like not the name of the person, but like, oh, this person didn't tip, this person didn't tip. And for them, I do tip because they take, they're working for them, they're driving their own car, mm-hmm. you know, they have to pay for gas, they're going wherever. Of course, you, and it's funny because people won't tip when they order, or they'll tip very little, but they'll pay an extreme amount on DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there you're paying a delivery fee. You're paying, a, like, a, a service fee. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember when I did order a salad, that $13 salad was actually $25. You know, <laughs> you know, people pay for that. But I had I didn't want to go across town, obviously, mm-hmm. to go get it. And, yeah. like, I, I wanted – I was fucking starving. So, of yeah. course, I paid for it. And I also tipped them on top of, like, whatever fees. That, that's why it came out to, like, 25 bucks. But yeah. I feel like the employer should – give them a decent amount like at least minimum wage and from whatever they make on, on tips yeah and then people don't understand too they get taxed on their tips as tips not as regular income so it's just a, like you have to be above and beyond to make money yeah see like uh think about it during the week yeah i'm sure they get busy at sometimes but what happens if you have like three or four days where it's just uh uh, like decent amount, like you're not even yeah. touching minimum wage. That's that's kind of depressing. That's kind of, and then this is why like you employees can't or employers can't hang on to em, employees mm-hmm. because they're like, I'm just gonna go over here and I'll make more money. But if you yeah. give them a decent wage, uh, make tips, make a decent living, mm-hmm. then of course you're gonna keep these waiters for a lot longer, you know. And then you they don't have to be worrying about like, oh, like am I gonna be able to pay like the bills just because. People aren't tipping so much right now, you mm-hmm. know, because like we talked about, there's there's some people who, who don't tip or yeah. tip very little, uh, of course. So me, the way I I don't really base it on anything. Uh, I usually tip the the 15, 20 percent regardless. Like it, sometimes I leave more like sometimes I, depending on how I'm feeling yeah. like uh, it before I would be super strict about it. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to do this. If you add it's funny because if you add the uh, the tip into the. If you do that, I'll pay whatever on there, but I probably would have gave you more. You know what I mean? Mm. I I don't like to be, it's funny because I don't like to be forced into it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I get yeah. where they're coming from. Yeah. I get where they're coming from because some people don't tip. I get that. Yeah. When but, it's like party over party of six. Yeah. And, you're like, and, and it's funny because they're like, it says like a 15% tip is like $6, you know, what, whatever. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. So six dollars it is so i'll pay whatever is on there so that happened to me yesterday but, yeah but the thing is like sometimes like if it for that same bill i probably would have given him like 15 bucks just because like um you know since since changing my lifestyle in life i've have i've been doing okay yeah. you know what i mean like i it, it's weird how like i don't have to worry about buying something yeah before you'd be like I don't know because that's like ninety bucks, you know. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh shit, I want that. Buy it. Yeah. It's you know, but but I put myself in that position like where I stopped buying stupid shit. First mm-hmm. of all, uh, I started investing money, and then I started investing my time into a business, mm-hmm. you know. And so I've been able to 
get to that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, and it, and it's a great feeling not having to worry about like money. Be paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. And I think a lot of people like, um, that's hard. Like being financially like smart is really hard. Yeah. That I, it's funny cause people, I used to spend money on stupid shit. I think we all go through that kind of phase that, but you gotta, the, the only person that's going to pull you out of that phase is yourself. So me, luckily, you know, shout out to Jesus. He, he got me onto some books and after those books and I'm like, dude, like a, a lot of the things we're hitting home, like, especially like when we're, we make middle-class moves, like we make our decisions. Oh, yeah, I think that makes the most sense because like, say I'm, I don't tell people so they don't go buy a car, mm-hmm. but if your car works perfectly fine, there's nothing wrong with it. You're say you're done paying it or you're, you're close to being done paying with it. Uh, people will be like, Oh, let me go get another car. I want a newer one just because it has like newer, cooler things to it. And we used to be like, I used to be like that. I'd be like, Oh, I want to go get a different car. Oh, mm. if, if you, that's what you're planning on doing, just lease the car. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're still going to be paying for it, but you're not going to be losing a lot of money on it. You're basically because, renting it for the time having it. Yeah. Cause like, say you buy one and then you don't like it and you go and you want to trade it in and it's worth less, but you still owe more. Mm-hmm. They're just going to add that onto the new car. Yeah. And then now <laughs> you have an expensive new car and it just keeps adding up and yeah. you never get out of this payment. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a payment that you have forever. But me, I'm like, uh, I probably would have, I wanted to get a truck, but my car is paid. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, except the heater. I got to fix that. Besides I don't know what's that wrong it doesn't, ro- it's not really good in the winter. But that too. But I've been able to get ma- yeah. like manage. And, uh, and so I'm like, why not invest this money into other stuff that's going to make me money? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the biggest thing is that we keep, people keep, I'll put it like this. If you put money into something and it doesn't give you money back, it's a liability. Yeah. If it's not giving you money back, it's a liability. If you put money into something and it's giving you money back, that's an asset. That's it. So mm-hmm. people, <laughs> uh, a bag, a Louis Vuitton bag is not giving you money back. <laughs> A new car is not giving you money back. Yeah. You know, uh, these expensive things that you guys think people care about are not giving you your money back. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people, it's funny because people will go spend, like, who knows, uh, I, I forget how much they are. They're, like, three, four hundred bucks for, like, a Gucci shirt just because mm. it says Gucci on it. It's like for it's what? the so same you, cloth that the next guy has. For what? Like, if, if you're attracting the person because of that brand... Yeah. It's the wrong person you're attracting to. Like, you know, like, uh, me, I wear basic shit. Mm-hmm. Before I was like that, I was into the whole brand thing. Like, I had to have brands. Like, I had yeah. to have brand <laughs> I, I think everybody goes through that. But now I'm like, dude, like, I can put an outfit together and it'll cost me like 20 bucks and I'll probably feel more confident in it than you. It's funny how, like, age has a lot to do with that because I was the same way. I mean, sometimes I still am. Like, it, No, it's good to po- spoil yourself every now and then. But the thing is, yeah. it's not, don't, don't try to live this lifestyle that you can't afford, first mm-hmm. of all. And yeah. then if you're, some guys do it, guys, if you're listening, you guys know <laughs> you've done it before. You yeah. buy something trying to impress a girl, you know, <laughs> like you're buying that Gucci shirt to some girl be like, damn, that's a Gucci shirt. <laughs> you Gucci know? shirt is not going to get you laid, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, guys do it all the time, but instead of, uh, uh, me, what I've noticed is girls like 
someone who knows what they're doing. Like, uh, yeah, well, especially when they're a little older. Because when you're in that high school phase, a little out, girls don't know what they want most of the time. Oh, yeah, they don't time. know what they want. So you got to get a little time. Then, and have fun. Like, of course, you know, me, if, if I would have had myself when I was younger, I would have listened to myself. But I'm not everyone else. That's why, like, when I tell my little brother things, I know he's not going <laughs> to take it the same way I would. Yeah. Because, uh, like, growing up, for example... Uh, I, I went over to Bonneville, which uh, is the high school that I went to here in Idaho Falls. And then there's Hillcrest, which mm-hmm. is also in Idaho Falls. But, you know, in schools, they have their zones. Yeah. And uh, I was supposed to go over to Hillcrest, but I wanted to go to Bonneville because a lot of my friends were going to Bonneville. And so I was in the Hillcrest zone. Mm-hmm. So I had to sign a waiver and whatnot to go over to Bonneville, right? My parents didn't want me to go. And so at this time, I'm a freshman. I don't have a car. I don't have anything. They're like, you have to walk to the bus stop. And the closest bus stops, it it was like a, a little bit over a mile. People don't believe me, but I literally had to walk all like several times, like the, my whole freshman year, I think, to this bus stop because I didn't go to the right school. And so, like, I didn't, you know, because I wanted yeah. to go to, uh, but but that motivated me to buy a car. Yeah. And so I started working. Uh, for that, my. Uh, my parents would give me a ride just because I'm like, I'm trying to work and you know, I don't have a car. Yeah. And then the first thing I, th- I did was buy a car. Yeah. It was a piece of shit car, but I still bought one. Yeah. You know, and then from there I was able to like drive to school, but then I also had like a full-time job on top of being like a sophomore and, uh, and just things like that. I was always motivated to like bettering myself and getting, yeah. uh, making money. You know, I, I always thought when I was younger, like I want to own businesses like I, that for sure. Like I remember, because I wanted to go into uh, for college, I wanted to do business management, mm-hmm. which you don't need a degree for. But <laughs> you know, that was my goal was like to be owning yeah. a bunch of like businesses. Yeah. So uh, even like that, that's why I know I would have listened to myself. Mm-hmm. But you know, not everyone has that same goal. Yeah. But if, if you're listening, no matter what age, it's it's not too late to start to invest into something. <laughs> uh, I I want to kind of like um, I ran into this a lot. My parents would tell me things. Nah, you like I in my mind I'm like you guys don't know anything. And they're like you'll understand one day. And then it's funny when you actually remember or you realize, damn, <laughs> they were right. But it's just like when you're you're younger. just so hard headed when you're younger. younger. They're like, oh, they're just trying to they're trying to stop me from having fun, <laughs> yeah. spending my money. You know, I work hard for this money. Yeah, and like I, I should be able to spend it on whatever. But whatever they, I want. Mm-hmm. But if you actually listen to them a little bit, oh yeah, it'll make a huge difference. Yeah. It's, I I wish I would have, like, realized that. I mean, I'm still pretty young, but I wish I would have, like, learned, like, when I didn't have any responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, when each dollar that came in, like, didn't have, had to go out to something, no bill. Pay a bill or something. Like, I could have, I could have done so many different things, but until you don't realize it, you're still in that what if, yeah. you know? So, I mean, if you're young and you're listening to this. I don't know, man. <laughs> just just start reading a few books, getting, like, change your habits. Like, you can, uh, I, was, I was telling my little brother, I was like, dude, you could be 30 years old and having your assets pay for all your stuff while your friends are working, yeah. paying for their stuff. Inst- instant results, man. It's yeah, people, people want to get rich quick. Nobody wants to get wealthy slow. You know, that, that's the biggest thing. Everyone thinks that, that's why they start something. Mm-hmm. They want that, like, YouTube channel, for example. They'll start a YouTube channel. They think they're going to blow up blow overnight, up. be this huge influencer, make a lot of money, be famous, whatever. But they expect that 
overnight. What I found, I can't remember who I was listening to a podcast, but they were interviewing this artist. And um, he was like, it's hard getting to the point that you're famous, for example, an artist, but the hardest part is staying relevant. Yeah. Once you sit like that. Jenny 69 girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, she got her minute of fame, but she's not. Oh, she's gonna, gonna. She can't maintain it. Yeah, she, her fifth team, especially because she sucks. What I like is like that bad baby, the one like Catch Me Outside. Oh, know. yeah, yeah. She capitalized on that and she stayed relevant through like drama, blah, blah, blah. And. Well, it's because people don't realize that once your viral moment is over, if you didn't the, capitalize it the right way, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna blow over. You yeah. know, and then you're gonna go right back to where you're at. Cause her, yeah, she might, she'll have her 15 minutes. She, she's a good looking woman. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, of course, she'll probably, it'll, it'll take a little bit longer for her to come down, but it's gonna happen, especially cause she sucks. It's not like she's mm-hmm. good. You know, yeah. she's not good. She got famous over uh, getting trolled, uh, not just a, a shitty corrido. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you would call it that, but yeah, it was a shitty ass song. Um, what was I gonna tell you? So what's next? Like, what what do you envision next year? Or so the cool thing about, uh, I mean, I got this this office space slash studio uh, during COVID twenty twenty, and uh, I thought it was gonna be big enough, but I instantly outgrew it. And especially since we got some big things planned next year, we got like some events that we were trying to do, mm-hmm. uh, bringing other people like Jesus and Diana to work along side with us you know for different events and i want to offer like huge productions that's why i said like keep practicing get yeah get your skills better that way um like say an artist comes by nearby you know like say to boise or like salt lake and someone like notices our work and they'll be like hey can, like can we hire you to do the the, the media coverage for it yeah. you know and, and things like that. that that's my goal so but for next year is i want to have a uh an actual maybe like a warehouse something like that because the lease ends here june 2020 so if you're listening to this uh you know if if you know some spaces around here or what route i should take because i want to get a big area where we can have like productions inside mm-hmm. that's why i wanted like even if we want to do like car shoots and stuff inside mm-hmm. somewhere where it has like a big bay uh and not just that like office space for everybody uh I, I was talking to you know shout out to to regal out in california and he was he he said whenever I was ready that like he knows the right loans. He does a lot of real estate, which yeah. would be cool. Whenever he comes in town, I'm gonna try to get him on the podcast. Uh, he he's uh, not a big dog in the real estate game, but he has a lot of properties, mm-hmm. and he's working his way up. You know, he's yeah. I think his net worth is over a million now. Uh, not I think it may be a little bit more, but he's he's making the right moves. And, yeah, uh, he knows. He's like, let me know that way we can get the right uh, loans for you. He's like, if if it. If the move is right, he's like, I'll probably want to get involved too, you know, mm-hmm. like to see what you're you're trying to do. Because I'm trying to have like a studio space, yeah, like a big place where we can have like a permanent podcast setup uh, area for like a big studio. What I mean is like the, some high walls, the, the white walls too. Mm-hmm. That way we can do like indoor shoots or like set up different like uh, studio like, like yeah. scenes. You know what I mean? Like yep. say somebody wants to do a video, we can build something there. And then like film something right yeah. there, you know, something, things like that. That way we, we have like a, like a, like a set where we can build uh-huh. up from yep. uh, and enough room to do so. Uh, I'm not saying like it's uh, like a whole movie, but say someone wants to do a yeah. video. We, we have outer space. Yeah. The area. And then we have the right lighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to rent it out, say somebody else is a content creator. They don't 
there's not a lot of places around here where there's that type of space. Yeah. So, you know, rent it out to them, you know, constantly be making money. And like, even if I'm not using or we're not using it yeah. for something, you know, somebody else can rent it out and be like, hey, like, you know, we'll charge you this much an hour. You can feel free to use it. You use the equipment that's in there, except the cameras, yeah. like the lighting and stuff like that. But yeah, but that's the goal. The goal is to to keep growing. Uh, that's why I'm trying to, you know, I want to invest in that into into growing this. You know, so, yeah, so, and it's a good investment in the right way. Yeah, yeah, and like that because that's gonna it's gonna be making me money. You know, it's an asset. Yeah, you know, like you said, and especially if you see like whatever your dream is, like say you want to do something different. You got to invest some money into it, invest money and time. Yeah. That's why I knew my lease was going to end and it ends in June. So that's why I've been since I think like last month, I've been just like looking around to see what's out there, see what's uh, available and see if uh, yeah. how much it costs to build something. Some like see what is actually out available right now. But opportunity will come. Yeah. So when, but you know, putting the effort to, to doing that. Mm. And so, you know, cause me, I see the media company growing huge and I see the podcast growing huge. So yeah, like uh, sit down and talk with people we film or, you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. uh, just do media full time. That, that's my goal. But uh, in a big, in a big space yeah, and have multiple spaces, not just the one in Idaho. I want to have like one in like, say, since I really like Texas, you know, mm-hmm. maybe have one in Texas too, like where we can. Uh, we go out there and film and also have like a podcast set up so we can get people from Texas. Yeah. You know, and, and just like little things like that. That's how I see it going. Uh, but of course it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. It's not going to happen, especially, um, for example, like when people want to do podcasts, podcasts pop up all over the time. But the thing is like, people don't bring some good quality content. Yeah. And it doesn't happen overnight. Like you have to constantly be, uh, like I'm pretty sure, like not a lot of people want to invest their Sundays, kind of like we do. Yeah. Like we come in here, we sit here and chat. Like either either if it's with the guest or not, mm-hmm. and like we're taking time out of our day to come and do this, you know, and chat and because we see we see the vision, we see we see the goal. Yeah. But it's gonna take some time. You know, it doesn't happen overnight, and that's what people don't understand is that. Yeah, you can start a podcast, but it's not going to pop off. Everyone yeah, wants to cons- be like that Joe Rogan. That co- yeah, consistency. But yeah. Joe Rogan has whom, how many how many episodes? Oh yeah, but he he also started it with just enjoying it. He he didn't plan on it being big. Yeah. Like me, I have fun doing this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like it feels like work. Yeah, we're not expecting like. I, at least I'm not expecting anything. You know. Yeah. Like it's just fun. Yeah, it, it's fun, but then eventually that fun turns into, like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, it I, opens doors, though, too. Yeah, like, especially with other people. We get to meet some cool people uh, that we would probably wouldn't have met or sat down and talked to. Because mm-hmm. after we sit down and talk to people, we, we kind of, like, get this different type of, like, relationship with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Say we met. Who's the? Who's just one that's there? Oh, at the door? Well, let's see who it is. And it's Rod. Oh, oh, it's Jerry. Hey, what's up? You can't. You came. Did you come to pick? We have Jerry, uh, John's fiance here. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> she came to catch the. T- We've been going for like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's just been John and I t- sitting here talking. 
I thought Rod was gonna come, but he obviously he didn't show up. So Rod, where you at though? Yeah, for real. But we were just talking about the future, future of what plans, like what we. Do have you want to throw? On. Do you want to throw a mic on? I, I have a question for you. Yeah, we're gonna have Jerry on. Shout, shout out to Jerry. Shout out to Jerry. She's gonna throw on the headset real quick. Hold on. Other way. Yeah. It's like before before I have you jump on, I'm gonna have you sign a liability form, a waiver, a, a non-disclosure. So John, we have a lawsuit from Jerry. So put it up a, l- a little bit more to your to your mouth. Okay. There, there you Is that go. Good? Does yeah. it sound weird? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So John has a, an exclusive question for Jerry. Okay. Um, what do you like? And we'll get you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Part two. Um, and your perspective, like. What what do you like and what do you dislike from the podcast? What do I like and what do I dislike? Mm-hmm. Um, and be honest. Just... <laughs> okay. Um, I really like how diverse it is. I always bring on a lot of different people. It's nice to hear different um, perspectives on things. What I don't like. John? John, oh. yeah. It's kind of work in progress <laughs> no um i think it would be good to have a list of questions to ask them mm-hmm. so you can get the same questions from different people in certain things kind of like a, like Out, a outline sort of, yeah, yeah like an outline. outline so it's a little bit more it flows a little bit more and you guys can stay on topic to more things because mm-hmm. you're like okay we covered this we covered this we covered this we've been here this long and we haven't moved on to the next segment so Let's move it on. That's true. And I feel like it'll keep it a little bit more structured structured instead of we, wandering off. I, I think we could. I mean, the wandering off is cool, too. But mm-hmm. I understand to like extent. trying to jump back on to mm-hmm. like. Like today we ran to like a little too long on cameras again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, I think that would be a good, a good thing to have like some sort of structure. for Because mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're talking about what we want for 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh so maybe structuring it a little bit more, taking a little bit more. And we did talk about it. Yeah, uh, you, we, we brought it up because, um, we, like I said, we went to Salt Lake a couple weeks ago. And I got like a perspective of someone that doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because we, I, at least I get into funk. Like today, we explain a little things better. Mm-hmm. But we do kind of forget to forget explain. explain. We, we, we assume everybody is from here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is like, I think we have more listeners outside that, that aren't from here that are from here, you know? Exactly. So, so you know, we'll, we'll do a better job structuring, especially when it comes to uh, guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a know. nice introduction of who they are, what they do, where they're located, et cetera, et cetera. You like this is John. He lives in Idaho Falls. I mean, actually. He's what? I'm in Ammon, actually. Wow, it's oh. specific. Yeah. See, now now people are, like, lost. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They're like, wow, there's, like, a line, a small little uh, A line. small little line. But I really like um, the amount of content there is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's pretty much endless. It only takes one podcast to catch someone's attention. Mm-hmm. Just one. Because I, I go through that type of time that, I have five podcasts I listen to and only five podcasts. And when they don't have anything out, I'm like, uh, what do I want to listen to? So I'll, I'll, it sucks, but sometimes I will click on a random one and I'll be like, eh, and I'll click another one and I'm like, oh, okay. And I really like one. And then I go and there's not, <laughs> there's not much content left. Yeah. And you're like, they're not consistent. Cause I love like what we do every Monday. So whoever is actually like, Tuning in. Yeah, because I, I get messages 
Uh, remember when we didn't do one? <laughs> yeah. Or the one that came out late too? Like people were messaging me like, hey, like no Was episode? It, yeah, and people get used to it no matter what. Like mm-hmm. an episode, you're you're looking forward to it even if it's not what you want to listen to. Like mm-hmm. for example, with Rhett, we only talked about cars. Mm-hmm. And that was, for me, that's probably like the, the best podcast. I That's like number one for me. Mm-hmm. But for someone that doesn't know about cars, they're but, like, uh, what are they talking about? Yeah. And, but they'll like the one, for example, with Coco and um, yeah. Mari. Mm-hmm. And for them, that's their number one. Yeah, but, that's why I like keeping it, like she said, keeping it diverse. Uh, we mm-hmm. have a little bit of everybody. Yeah, it doesn't, like, we have, like, entrepreneurs, race car drivers. We have uh, YouTubers that have been on here. YouTubers, huh? uh, or somebody that has some sort of story, you know, like, uh, that they don't necessarily have to be... Uh, uh, an entrepreneur. Like, yeah, an entrepreneur. Yeah, uh, and I really thought it it's really, really nice how diverse because it was nice last week for Becky. Mm-hmm. That podcast was really informative and in what it really is. Yeah, see, because like, nobody knows. And there's so many kids that want to do it, but they were scared about the immigration thing. Having questions mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, and, and it's cool to have people that's why we have uh we've been talking about we want to have like police officers, we want to I really have want to get a police officer. Different type of uh doctors mm-hmm. and different type of like coaches. I was telling them like uh I would, it would be cool to have like someone who's into like marriage counseling in here. Uh that way we can have like a poll on Instagram and then ask them the questions or like some mm-hmm. of the things that they see, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh just like different type of people. But what, what I said I was like I don't want your friend that helps somebody else like in <laughs> Yeah, not that kind of life coach. Yeah, not yep. that yep. Uh, someone who's actually certified in that area. Mm-hmm. That way, like you know, you're getting some great quality content from this person. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like bro science. I know that, <laughs> that that's yeah. a big thing in the gym. Uh, a lot of people give uh, bro advice. Yeah. Bro advice. Like only goes so far. It goes so far. Like that. I don't. I lost my time. It's okay. You're fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully next year, I'll pick things. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have more keep, and then keep going. Maybe we'll have some Jerry on a, a few more episodes. That'd be fun. Jerry can come and talk about mortgages. Mortgages. <laughs> mortgages, interest rates. Interest rates. <laughs> yeah, things like that. We're trying to. I'm, we're trying to find someone from the bank to come talk and as people can ask questions because mm-hmm. um, I, I know a lot of people that are kind of um, they want to buy a house or they want to get a loan. Shit, and, I have like business questions, like loan, like yeah, questions so, and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I'm that. trying to get someone from like. Because she has someone in like specific in like um, home mortgages, for example, or commercial, uh, commercial loan. And I want to get someone that knows, like, can answer any question mm-hmm. regards the loan. Um, so we're, we're seeing what we can work out at the bank. Um, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Maybe they can sponsor us. Maybe they can sponsor <laughs> us. Sponsor the podcast. Please. You have to go right here. Okay. There you yep, go. perfect. <laughs> or at the beginning. Yeah, the, no, probably in the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. that that way everybody. That's, that's one thing we're working on. So, um, but yeah, we went for like almost two hours, well, at an hour and thirty seven minutes. But uh, you know, if you guys have any recommendations, you know, go ahead shoot us a a message on Instagram, email, whatever you guys want. Smoke signals. Uh, you know, smoke signals. Let us know. That way, we can bring them on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Or if they have some sort sort of cool story, they don't necessarily have to be entrepreneur based. Exactly. Uh, if they have some um, some sort of cool story uh, to go along, I I, I know. For for example, like Belinda, you know, she lost her husband trying yeah. to cross the border, you know, and like what that that did to her family, you know. That was and, a really good episode in the sense that it was it was shocking. Yeah. It was raw. 
yeah, yeah, and that, and like, and we also, I mean, he also is kind of like an entrepreneur, but like uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. uh, who who went through his whole addiction, you know, or like H two O industries. Yeah, like I he, was gonna say, like, we were we were gonna sit down on the podcast, talk about his business, and then we went like, oh, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. cool because that's that's what. But they don't realize they have that story too. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they think it's just like whatever, but it's actually it helps somebody else thinking that they it's too late for them to or they're going through through too much shitty situations to be able to start anything but people will start a business or uh you know want to accomplish their dreams and like shitty situations so yeah but again thank you john for coming thank you jerry for jumping on at the very end we'll have you on for a whole episode here soon let's do it and you guys listening thank you guys for listening we'll catch you guys in the next one see you Son de verano, de lunes a lunes nunca paramos. Yeah. Ya está saliendo el sol, ven y prendete. Esto es fácil, no me llames si tú andas con Lucy. Estamos en Miami, en un yate, un corito sano, no le pare. Yo vuelvo para atrás. Voy a un río, me senté en Alaska. Me dicen Tommy lo mucho que gastas. Estamos arriba, me senté.